Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Thank you very much for joining me here on Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture podcast. Now, you probably heard, but the internet lost something very important this week, and that is net neutrality. Now, you know, despite my very strong opinions, we don't talk about politics a lot on the show here, and today's story actually does circle around to something involving pop culture, I promise. But net neutrality as a concept should not be a, a political topic, despite the fact that it has become one. Um, it, is, it is a topic about uh, protecting the average person against large corporations, which, which really every average person out there is something, that's something that they should be in favor of. I think the people oppose uh, net neutrality as a concept either stand to benefit from it not existing, meaning they're, they are a giant corporation, they're the CEO of a giant corporation, or they're ignorant of what net neutrality even is. Being ignorant is fine, uh, you know, that's the, that's, that's the step zero of learning something new, recognizing that you're ignorant of it. But willful ignorance is, of course, something where we shouldn't be proud of, and that's something that we need to stamp out. So with that in mind, it should come as no surprise that I'm pro-net neutrality, uh, but let's get rid of that ignorance and let's, let's learn a little bit about net neutrality and let's eulogize net neutrality now that it is unfortunately gone, no longer a, a part of our internet. So net neutrality is probably a term that you have heard a lot here in the last few weeks, but you might have no idea what it means. Essentially, net neutrality is a set of regulations that is intended to protect consumers. And it says that all internet traffic is created equally, meaning that there can be no essential internet fast lanes. Your internet service provider can't prioritize the traffic that you, you receive and, and send to specific websites or specific apps, and they can't throttle or slow down your traffic to other websites or apps, and they can't kind of outright block your traffic to specific websites or apps. So without net neutrality, the doomsday scenario, the thing that everyone fears, could, could manifest in, in lots of different ways. For example, a particular internet service provider that maybe has ties to the entertainment industry, for example, could prioritize their services over competing services. For example, let's let's use uh, streaming video. So let's say you know when you're using the internet, you find that man Hulu is like really really fast, but Netflix always has to buffer and takes forever. So I'm going to use Hulu instead of Netflix because it's a better experience. That's something that without net neutrality existing, an ISP could create that situation. They could throttle your traffic to Netflix and make your traffic to Hulu work amazingly. And if they had a stake in Hulu, for example, uh, they would be benefiting from that. It's essentially a conflict of interest in providing you your internet access. They're not treating every, uh, every lane of traffic in the same way. Your lane to Hulu is faster than your lane to Netflix. It could also go the reverse, and for example, they could they could make Netflix pay a ton of extra fees when streaming on their 
internet provided by their company so that Netflix isn't throttled. So it, it could show up on the like, you know, website side to have to basically push through the, the throttling that would happen on the internet service provider. You know, the, the extra bad thing that could eventually happen with, with complete no checks and balances on net neutrality is we end up with something like cable TV has now, where things are bought in packages. You know, maybe I want these five channels for X number of dollars and then these 10 channels for, you know, X more. And you have to kind of build your internet up like that. So the huge fear is that that's how the internet starts being sold. They say that, you know, if you want the social media package, which gets you like Facebook and Instagram, it's going to be $20. If you want streaming video to get Hulu and Netflix, that's going to be 40 and things get parceled up like that. And, you know, if you didn't pay for that specific website, well, it gets blocked outright. Now, I'm not saying that with net neutrality being gone, these are things that happen instantly tomorrow, but it's it's certainly things that that could be possible. There there aren't these types of restrictions in place to prevent things like this from happening. In reality, it's probably going to be much more nefarious. It's going to be things like we've already seen popping up where, you know, you try to call and complain and say, it doesn't seem like my internet's as fast as it should be. I don't think I'm getting the speed that I'm paying for. And they tell you to go to speedtest.net, try it out. And well, you, you actually get a result that, that seems like it's pretty high. You don't know for sure now whether they are giving you a fast lane to speedtest.net and throttling all of your other traffic or, or really what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, you, you don't really have any, any recourse there. So net neutrality is, is an incredibly important thing and it affects uh, what is this nation's greatest resource, the internet. If the internet ceased to exist tomorrow, uh, this country would collapse. So anyone who, who, who pokes at the internet or tries to control the internet or, or you know, rein in the internet in, in any way uh, certainly is, is at least in my attention. You know, it's something that we should be very wary of. So net neutrality as a concept came under fire uh, fairly recently here. So the FCC chairman Ajit Pai, who is now one of the most hated men on the internet, uh, he, he's, he's a former Verizon executive and, and he's very against net neutrality existing. He thinks that removing net neutrality will restore internet freedom for some reason. Uh, it, it's never clear his, his reasoning on how, why he thinks an unregulated internet is somehow more free. It's more free for giant corporations that want to, you know, get more money out of you and be able to control you more. It's certainly not more free for the consumer, uh, but that's always the terminology that you'll hear is restoring internet freedoms. Uh, nonetheless, Ajit Pai fancies himself a funny boy. And in, in leading up to this vote that repealed net neutrality this week, uh, he, he, he tried to kind of it initially seemed like he was trying to appeal to the people, but then it kind of turned into just straight trolling and it culminated in publishing a video. And this video is entitled the seven things that you can still do on the internet after net neutrality. Now this video is a cringe fest. I'm playing it behind me. If you were watching the video version of pretty Dece, which you can find on YouTube by searching for pretty Dece. 
But it includes things like Gram Your Food, where he gets tossed ridiculous food and takes selfies with it. Uh, things like post photos of cute animals, binge watch your favorite shows, where he stands in front of a green screen and eats popcorn. It references fidget spinners. It includes a really cheesy lightsaber effect with him wearing a, a hoodie. And at the end, it even includes a Harlem Shake. Yes, 2017, it includes a Harlem Shake done mostly unironically by the chairman of the FCC. This is truly the darkest timeline. Now, this ridiculous trolling, first of all, completely misses the point. Uh, we're not saying that, yeah, like when, when net neutrality goes away, we're not going to be able to do any of these things. We want to know if we'll be able to do them fairly evenly and without being extorted by the internet service providers. And also, we have no guarantee that we will be able to do these things without net neutrality. At a moment's notice, any of these services that are being described could be blocked from us, the consumers, and there's nothing we could do. It would simply be legal. That's that's how that works. You know, that, that type of traffic throttling and shaping could be done. Now, nonetheless, the Harlem Shake is what we want to focus on here, and this is where we circle back around to pop culture. Harlem Shake was a meme in 2013-ish, and, you know, massively blew up in, in popularity. If you somehow missed the concept of the Harlem Shake, it is this, this uh, very specific little song clip that would play, and it would first start as a scene of just something kind of normal happening, and then when the drop happens in the song, the scene cuts to kind of a ridiculous dance party. People dressed up like crazy, uh, people wearing costumes and masks, and just an in, in, insane thing. And that, that sort of um, concept went everywhere on the internet, and it was a it was a really hot thing for a little while. Now, <clears throat> you know, cut to five, six, seven years later, and we're referencing the Harlem Shake again. The Harlem Shake, that particular song, was actually written by a man named Bauer. And, uh, and Bauer, of course, has a record label named Mad Decent, and... He didn't issue, he didn't, he didn't say that any of this use of his song was warranted. So the record label Mad Decent has issued an official statement saying that they don't approve of any of the message here. They didn't give permission and they've issued a takedown for this dumb video. Now, unfortunately, this very short clip of the Harlem Shake probably does fall under fair use, which again, fair use is, is very uh, broad in terms of, of what it applies to, what it doesn't. It can be argued in multiple ways, uh, but, but they'll probably win that on fair use and not have the video taken down. But unfortunately, but, but, but you know, fortunately, at least, at least we're going through that process and making them defend it. Uh, so it, it's one small, one small little nice thing that happened despite the fact that that we did lose the vote for net neutrality this week now the the fight's not over there, there are there are appeals there there are still uh things being done to try to restore and protect net neutrality but it's not looking great uh, but but that is that's currently the the state of things. So so definitely be informed of these things. Don't be ignorant of these things. They're very very important, and you know the sanctity of the Harlem Shake is also important. <laughs>
So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me. Make sure that you like Pretty Dece on Facebook, facebook.com slash show. Get those in before you start having to pay the extra social media fee to visit to, to, to visit Facebook. Also follow me on Twitter at Pretty Dece Show. Again, get those in early and visit prettydeceshow.com. I'll be back tomorrow for another episode. In the meantime, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss a daily episode.